Hail Satan. I went out one spring morning to find myself a friend, someone I could believe in until the very end. I found myself the devil, he was sitting in a bar. He bought me 15 rum and cokes and then he went too far. Now the devil is my friend, the devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil go, the devil is my friend. Guitar! Ascending from the Abyss, a.k.a. podcasting from a spare bedroom in exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google Google Duck Duck that that shit. shit. So what episode is this? 42. What's the connection to 42? Jackie Robinson. Robinson. It's the Jackie Robinson episode. All right. I was thinking we were doing like a presidential thing. I, 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 uh, I don't think he'd be down with any of the topics, but he's 42. Yeah. And he'll be the last. The no, more, no more 42s. Is he, yep. is he dead? He's been dead a while, but they they retired the number. On every team. In total. Yeah. Nobody can wear 42 so in baseball. Not, wow. No more 42s. Period. So there you go. That's our, that's our sports trivia. Mm-hmm. Not so, really trivia. Got a bounty in here today. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Kim, for bringing in uh, healthy snacks. The the Lord has blessed us (laughs) sustenance. We we have cheese and and apples and and grapes. And And caramel dip. Yes, and caramel dip. Peanuts. And peanuts. Bag of peanuts. Make me cough halfway through the show. So what are we drinking here? You got... uh, Jeff, why don't you go first? You got a can I hadn't seen before. Yeah, what you got there? So I'm drinking an IPA from West Sixth Brewery Brewery in... uh, Lexington, Kentucky. We were up there for Memorial Day weekend doing a see what would you a call bourbon it? tour, a, a bourbon, bourbon crawl, bur, a, a, like bur- a beer crawl. Yeah, I saw a lot of beer. Like well, a beer. there was wineries, there were bourbon, and then there was breweries. So you did all. We did all all of those. The it BBW. Was, BWB. Yeah, we we need to create a term for that, but yeah. we we did them all, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, my favorite. Well, of course, we only went to two whiskey places: Buffalo Trace. Was the, the big one we went to? Shout out to Buffalo Trace. That's in Lexington. That's in um, what's the capital city there? Fra- um, Franklin. Frank- uh, I'm guessing. I'm th- I'm, what's- <laughs> Frankfurt. Frankfurt, I think. Yeah, Frankfurt, I believe. Frankington. Frankenville. Frank. Frank is in there somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, it's been around since like 1746. Oh wow! Like that. And you know, most distilleries had to close down during prohibition. Mm-hmm. This one did not. Special. You know why? Because uh, who was the president at the time? Because the Kennedys and they, owned it. And, and, they, no, no. and they made his favorite liquor. No. What it was, was people could get prescriptions from their doctors. For? Because whiskey was seen as, as medicinal, medicinal oh, kind of medicinal. thing. So they kept producing for all these doctor's well, yeah. notes. It was a humanitarian effort. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so they've been around for a long time. It's a huge place. Been a nice fit. It's been a religious exemption. But it was for... 
doctors. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Got the so anyway, that's what I'm drinking is an IPA from those from, well from um, Lexington. The that's a small. That's a that's a regular size can, so there will be I another. Well, there, there is a backup plan. Yes. There you go. I've got actually I had a bottle of Gnarly Head in my hand. Gnarly. I was going to purchase uh, one of the go tos, one of my favorites, and found this. Uh, it's also a Gnarly Head, authentic black. They have, they have an authentic red. It's a red blend. This is authentic black. It's a dark red blend. Uh, a little bolder, a little darker. I like Boy, that is. Yeah. Can't even see through that. Inky. Very, very inkish Inky. almost. Yeah. Tar-like. But, uh, yeah, very good. And Jerry, what do you And mean? it's from Publix. It's with an X. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking, and you guys are drinking, Yes. a Tequila 44 Cordial. And explain this. Exactly what, what, what we got here. So this is based on a rum drink. That's like big in the Dominican Republic. Okay. Where they take a bottle of rum, fifth of rum, an orange, you take 44 coffee beans and you slice little slits in the orange and you stick a coffee bean in each one of them, put a cup of sugar in it, and you let it sit for 44 days. And when it comes out, you've got an orangey, sweet coffee rum drink. Okay. Which I made. With tequila. I made it with rum. I didn't like it as much as I thought. Mm -hmm. And I was like... This could be good with tequila. <laughs> so it's very interesting. That's what that's what I did. So and is this the first batch you made with tequila? Then? Mm -hmm. So you put a fifth of tequila in a whatever glass yeah. bowl, glass a sealable bowl. glass bowl, yep. and put that orange in there. Yep, and just leave it there. That's it. Forty-four days. Forty-four days. And then that's you like, strain it and put it back into the bottle. You don't really need to even strain it. Well, you just you have to pull the. Uh, just take the the sugar. The, I, does it absorb the sugar completely? It does. Okay. I didn't use as much. I didn't use a cup of sugar. I didn't want it to be quite so sweet. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't. Uh, no, it it <laughs> it uh, that sugar dissolves pretty quickly. Cool. Now, do you eat the orange as this? Yeah. How, the uh, that's another good way. How how yeah. And how's the cup of coffee? <laughs> I I did squeeze. I you throw the orange away, but I did squeeze squeeze it, it and oh, yeah. that was. Uh, it's pretty good orange juice. Pretty good with your breakfast. <laughs> and good morning. This for straight tequila, for better or for worse, does not taste it. Now, do you use like an off-brand tequila or you use like a top-shelf tequila? Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Yes. How many off-brand beers do you drink? Yeah. How, how many beers well, that okay. you can get for well, $6 a 24-pack? All right. So let me re rephrase that. Let me ask you a question, Jeff. You're going to cook uh, some brats and it says open three beers and start boiling them. Are you gonna? What are you going to open? Well, I'm not going to put in my uh, my best stout. No, no, no. I, but you're not going to open like three bushes. Oh no, no. I would, <laughs> I, would, I would go maybe sweet water. Oh yeah, you're not you're not, not going to open up you know, but, you know a Milwaukee's best or you know, right. no, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't like yeah. you wouldn't you couldn't well you probably don't have it in your house like sweet water's probably the yeah that's loving it right that's yeah that's like the that's you'll probably left you'll never get to this point <laughs> the right, unwashed masses brought, somebody brought sweet water over and. You know, you give it to people who aren't, like, really beer snobs. Right. right. Give that to me. Although, <laughs> um, well, you should try one of these 420s. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they do make a 420 um, dank, I think they call it, with, with the, the hops that make it smell and taste like weed. Hmm. G13 so, strain. G13, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make a good brat there, I bet. So to answer his question, he, he went with the top shelf. Well, okay, tequila. but I meant like, I'm like medium Costco, shelf at least. Like Costco, which is a good brand anyway. Did not because Costco is too big. Bottles too oh, big. Oh, okay. They have um, their own brand of tequila. Kirkland's. Well, well they don't make it obviously. Yeah, but somebody bottles it. But it's yep. a good one. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, it's especially for less than twenty a bottle for the the good stuff. Mm. 
So I don't I don't think Don likes it that much because it's really oh it's I really, really, I feel it's really I interesting I interesting I do like it but we say interesting you don't love it what I'm not a big coffee drinker oh, I don't taste so. a whole I, lot of coffee I, 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 I taste I don't I don't well I like tequila but I don't drink coffee on a like a daily basis weekly basis gotcha Kim Kim's a coffee freak she drink she drinks coffee all day. Afternoon, she's pot brewing, brewing pots of coffee. I I just have never acquired a taste hmm. for coffee. Oh, I need coffee yeah. in the morning to get going. Not a coffee drinker, definitely. All right, so we're losing our edge talking about coffee and <laughs> our morning habits. <laughs> Big rabbit hole down there. So I hear there was feedback on the Satanic Temple, Satanic Temple aspect. The, of the, the last Hail show. Satan episode. Hail Satan. It. Um, Jeff, you're gonna say it with us. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Jeffrey. Like I said, you're just not going to do a ritual? No, I don't go along with I'm not a sheep. You say Google duck that shit. That's your ritual. That's true. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Managed to say I right into a corner there, and I got you. <laughs> Checkmate, sir. <laughs> let's, all, let's, all, let's all repeat the nonconformist oath. Yeah, no, I actually got a couple of comments. You just got that. <laughs> <laughs> one, one guy uh, was a member of, of the group. Got a little bit of a pushback. We had a nice little conversation back and forth, though. Wait, so um, he's a member of it? He, I don't know if he's necessarily a member. I know he, he was involved with them, and, huh. and was it was kind of pushing back as far as the just the the trolling aspect of it. Now, and I was, I was like, I'm sure that's not all of it, but it's definitely in there. You know, there's trolling. definitely an aspect. Of it. Did he take offense at that? Does trolling make it less important? Trolling is too goofy, and they're serious about uh, it. How were we trolling? I don't. No, 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 no. The when I was talking about. Owning the, the evangelicals, owning the libs, that kind of th- that kind of trolling behavior, uh, it it has a little bit of that. Oh, in it. oh okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was he was pushing back against that a little bit. At least that's and what it, I took. And it doesn't from his perspective. Uh, no, he, he he said it was more than that. He, he sent me an article. Really, he's a Pathos writer, really nice article. Huh. Um, that uh, I actually I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, I sent y'all a link. I'm sure you didn't read it. Did you listen to the show on 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 Monday? Uh, Kate, make you listen? No, because we were in the uh, car and it wouldn't download. Oh. We wanted to listen Kentucky. to it, but it wouldn't, Kentucky. wouldn't download. Just wouldn't download in Kentucky. Well, we were between cell towers, I guess. <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> Long drive. I didn't realize I-75 was such a... Just a, yeah, there's some a, a, a hellscape there, of, yeah. You know, yeah. of bandwidth. <laughs> Non-connectivity. Apparently. You know what? There's a business bringing color TV to them parts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> couldn't download it. Running cable. That's probably you know. Well, she might have she might have had it set so it wouldn't download unless you're on Wi-Fi too. I don't know, but that's what she said. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So okay. we had, had to listen. So really, to a really, Save America Katie didn't want to. Katie didn't want to listen no, to it. Katie will download to. the Pod Save America. No problem whatsoever. Right. Well, that was <laughs> already on. They, they come preloaded. <laughs> Katie's gonna be in trouble now. <laughs> yep. All right. Anyway, so Sunday we were we were all high and mighty. We were going to the to the meeting. You know, yep. Sunday go to meeting. Yep. And I could not go. I was the first one to bail. I had to bail. I, I still do want to go to a meeting, but uh, I can tell you, I spent Saturday editing uh, in the air conditioning, and um, it was like ninety seven degrees outside, and my wife was outside working in the yard. So if I told her Sunday I'm going to hang out at a bar, probably wouldn't have flown with the Satanists too well. Yeah. So I was uh, I was cleaning gutters on Sunday, so was not able to make the meeting. And what's your excuse, But we'll make Jerry. it in the uh, track. Well, my excuse certainly wasn't I didn't have cell phone connectivity and couldn't <laughs> find the bar. Um, Where you were in the big street. Couldn't download the directions. So, uh, <laughs> Ways wouldn't work, man. 
had me going down one-way streets and turning so around. So what has been what has become a, a habit for me this week? I was driving my mom to the airport, right, and noticed on the other side of the freeway. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> that is terrible traffic. Coming I'm back through gonna, town. Yeah. Okay. On Sunday. On Sunday. Wow. And Sunday, you know, two o'clock ish. And I've said to myself as a savvy Atlanta driver, hmm, noted, I'm not coming back that way. So I went another way. As soon as I get on the freeway, dead friggin' stop. Uh, this is Satan. You've got one. to be kidding me. So I sat and sat and worked my way around. And by that time, the meeting was long was gone. Long gone. Kind of like getting over here tonight. Yeah. I, I am... Maybe God's trying to tell me this something. This could be because you've been doing the, I'm not going to say the word, but the, you know, the yeah. hail and doing this thing. He won't even do your hand. Wow. He, he put one finger up. He like, he did a little hang tan, <laughs> like, like, what, what do you call it? What is it? Hang loose? He did a little hang loose? Are you, are you, are you a little afraid that God's going to gonna strike you down? No, hmm? Satan's going to strike you down. Why would Satan strike Why? you down? You're, you're honoring him. You're more, saying hi to him. More likely high five. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. he'd give you a double horn back, baby. Yeah, hey. <laughs> hey, little tongue. <laughs> it's also confusing. A little, uh, you know, a little guitar riff. Yeah, there you go. yeah. Steve. Uh, right. Crossroads. So did you get the meeting notes, at least, to find out what they talked no, about? No, because they're on Facebook. And he's not. Oh, that's right. I wondered if I was, like, too... I didn't want to... I listened I listen to the show, because mm-hmm. I always listen to the show. What about you, Don? Do you listen to the show? Numerous times. Hmm. Because really, how else do you know how you did? Yeah, I listened to the one how? before the last one on our trip up there. Really? Yeah. When we didn't talk about that, oh, we couldn't have because you just listened to it. Yeah. So you're you're not behind, but you actually oh, yeah. listened to the show. Yeah. Oh, and give us your review. Bravo. Good for you. It was the most amazing podcast <laughs> I've ever listened to. Obviously, you didn't listen <laughs> to those, it then. Those three guys that are on there, they're like rock stars. Deep. Mm. <laughs> And the good-looking one's witty. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) You know, I'm still kind of torn because there is a performance art, but you have somebody who agrees with the concept of what they do but won't participate. So is that a reflection of somebody who won't do it or of the group? Why are you looking at me? You didn't participate. You didn't go to the meeting. Jeff. (laughs) You wouldn't even say Hail Satan while describing it in a sense. <laughs> I'm just doing that for getting your goats. Because <laughs> Satan had a goat, right? He was a goat. He was a well, goat. Well, was a part goat, anyway. Yeah. You, won't, you won't even say it. Oh, I so, would. Hail Satan. There you go. All right. There's your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> is it that or is it that? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Kind of, it's like, hook, you know, you can tell, I, the, you can tell the officer, it really, it's hooking no, horns. It's hooking horns. Yeah. Fan of Texas. So yeah. I, no, yeah, I have no issue with it. I just, you know, and I support what they do. We talked about this last time. And they had a recent, um, just this week, they had another, it seems like the, the movie comes out and it's almost like they need to add another five minutes to the end of the movie because they, they gain their status as, as a church. That, and that's huge. That's, that's monumental. And that's not in the document. It's a religious organization. You know, they yeah. need that needs to be in there. And then, and then, like, I mean, this isn't as monumental, but they had the um, they came out and said that they were going to exempt. What was it? I keep getting it mixed up. Indiana, Illinois, Indiana, Indiana, Indiana law. Like uh, Pennsville. Yes, and it wasn't it Pence's law when this. Did I? He tried to pass it. Did right? He, and that when, anyway, doesn't matter. Right. But, no, I yeah, they did. They got the law that you have to uh, abortion remains have to be buried. 
and they're or, or cremated. And, and Satanic Temple is telling their members that they have, they are able to exempt out of the law for now. For religious, for religious reasons. Right. Yeah. And um, what publication was that in? Was that in like a national, like the Washington Post, or was it? Haven't had it. Okay. But I don't know if any of the, uh, the quote, MSM picked it up. Mainstream media. Yeah. Does that matter? Well, I mean, you know, this is, I, I guess, kind of a new beginning. Or, you know, like they're just at the beginning stages of this kind of pushback. But Google it, Satanic Temple. And, but it, uh, yeah, and, I mean, yeah, it would be nice to up. have a little I, bit more. I guarantee you, him, it's not the only thing that pops up. But I think, you know, that getting national coverage on something that, like that would be helpful. Maybe there are methods of pushing back against it. Fox News, New York Post, Washington Examiner, heard of those. CBN. I've heard of those. Hmm. Uh, okay, well, I wonder, what's I wonder which side of the ball is that. Yeah, I, I wonder know, what, what they have. What's their taking? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Daily Caller, ChristianHeadlines.com, hmm. Newsmax. Okay. Huh. huh. <laughs> that. So that's either that's either a <clears throat> terrible reflection of Google. Because I did not duck, duck, go up. My bad. Or the people that are in sync with them aren't getting that news or the news organizations They're they follow aren't talking about it. But the opposition is, the opposition is hardcore. Sputnik International, Ooh. Breitbart, wow. World Net Daily. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's just wow. like the award like show all, for all, like all the shitty me. Not right. a single. And, and the award goes to. The only one I don't <laughs> Not see. Not even like the Indiana, Indianapolis Star. Is the or... Federalist. Um, I don't see the Federalist. That's like one of the worst. Jeez. So, so there's some so work to be is that, done So there. is that so you? you that says a, a lot right is there. Is that a win or is that a loss for them? Well, I'd have to read the article, but I no, was, you no 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 no. You don't need to read the article. Well, you know the article. I'm assuming it's going to be a negative. It's like it's well, hey, but but even don't, it doesn't even don't you don't even have to look at what they're doing now. You, it's you it's that article. Have, yeah, you don't even have to watch, You don't even have to read the article to make huge inferences. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like no outlet that any of us pay attention to is cited. Now, that that could be completely the algorithm. Or this message went straight to, quote, the enemy and not to the people that they're probably more copacetic with. So it's it's definitely an example of your, what you said, look at those crazy atheists. Look at what the left's up to now. Yeah. It's probably how they're spending it. Well, it's it's more the atheists and the and then I don't even think they call them the left. Uh, don't make me click through that it's gonna mess up yeah. It's yeah. gonna put it's, ads in my websites for like a week. That's because you're in Google. Uh, yeah. It's like grabbing your wife's phone and clicking on a YouTube video because you wanna see you don't wanna see twenty of them over the next week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jeff, I'm I'm doing oh. it's my bad. Oh. I'm doing the duck duck go. But anyway, I think that's a bummer. And Democratic Underground. What's it say? What's it say? This is probably not good podcast radio, by the way. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> to the guy, listen to the guys. <laughs> right. Hey, what's your search result? Well, it, it shows their their statement. Yeah, I mean, it just basically gives them a good press on it. There. So the super liberals and all of the right wing, all the right know about, but it. not your middle of the road. No, nobody in the middle. You know what? Knows. And Jeff, blame you. You won't be wholeheartedly hail Satan, and <laughs> you only get out um, there and help right. spread the message. That's right, hail Satan. You're not, you're not that? using, no. you're not using you're your too little, too late, Jeff. Considerable <laughs> <right>. social media <laughs> footprint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bandwagon.
wagon jumper. Well, we need to start our own religion then. Mm, no. Uh, you know, that's one of the things. That, I mean, I'm surprised there's not more pushback about the fact that they are considered a religion. Flying spaghetti re- monster next? Yeah, it'd be interesting to find out what the process for getting that is. Because uh, there, there was a judge, I think it was in Nebraska, on the death penalty case where, um, or, anyway, there's a prisoner in Nebraska that said he was a practitioner of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. And the judge basically ruled that it was not a, a true religion. Right. I saw and, that. Yeah, so it, it wasn't serious. Yeah, it was, and, and, and that its claims did not, you know, it's, in some way it was written that way almost where it was like, the religion holds no truths. Let's put them all through the test then and, and see which ones, you know, we get to, get to hang around then. If, if that's the bar. Who was saying that? A judge. Uh, a Nebraska judge uh, ruled on a prisoner. I want to say it was it was like a last meal. And, oh, okay. I don't know. I, I may be completely off on that. Yep. But it makes for a better story. If, if you're writing the screenplay, <laughs> make, make it a make it a death row inmate. Yeah, I, I just I remember it was it was in Nebraska, and the judge was part of the ruling talked about the validity of the religion, which I thought I don't think he wants to open that door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You define that. As, yeah, yeah. So back to like the trolling part that. If you're officially a religion, I'd like to know what the rules are. Like, after you get made a religion, you have to stay one. What's the criteria to stay a religion after you are designated as one by the government? You Don't know, piss them off enough that they force you to open yeah, your but what Do you got to call yourself a religion in, in public communication? Do you have to have a ritual? What if you're like, yeah, we are religion. We don't have to do any of that stuff now. Yeah, yeah. You know, folks, so so you're going to have to, I assume, and this could be totally wrong, you're going to have to go through the motions at least. Even Lucian talks about the Indiana law violating their religious beliefs. And it's obvious they don't believe in Satan, but they're going through the motions as a religion in order to... Fight religion. Yeah, but, not, their reli- like, but their religion ritual may be meeting once a month at a bar. It doesn't have to be a weekly service, you know, or, or anything like that. Well, that's why I'd, I'd be curious to find out, you know, what they had to go through to become a religion. You know, do you have to have, like, basic tenets? Obviously, you don't have to necessarily believe in a deity because mm-hmm. Buddhism is, is classified as a religion, and they don't believe in a, mm-hmm. in a deity. That shouldn't be part of the equation. But probably having some kind of a list of beliefs would be, and they have that. Right, and they cite it. So um, as long as they, I, I imagine if they show that they're deviating from those, then you could probably call it into question. But as long as they're, you know, they're not outside of those things, <laughs> like 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 churches don't uh, violate their tenets. Every I don't day. know. Like, yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of religious people in prison. You're not thy never neighbor's yeah. wife. And, yeah. All that. I don't know. That's a, that's kinda, that kind of lends to the trolling. It's not really an accusation. But maybe they consider it an ac- accusation. I didn't mean it that way. I mean, it's a natural in-your-face approach. Yeah, if you're using I mean, Satan, you, yeah, the yeah. anti-god. Exactly. It's not like, hey, we're going to play up the Satan angle, but we're not going to be in their face about it. Okay? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're already in their face. Exactly. I mean, there's, right. yeah, that, that, that shoe's already, you know, it's already dropped. Well, so I'd be curious, like American humanists. They have, what do they call their tenants? They call them something different. Core beliefs or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah they have something a name for it. But, yeah, yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so why couldn't they be classified as a religion? And then Are they not? Exemptions. No. Mm-mm. Okay. I didn't know if they were or not. 
You would think they are. What was Dan Barker's um, organization, Freedom? Freedom from Religion. Didn't they try to get a religious exemption, too? I know they they worked on a a deal where they were trying to get a parsonage exemption, uh, where they could write off their house. So they had to be classified as a religion, though, to do that. Well, they're a... um, yeah, five hundred one c three non exempt. You know, and and yeah. it's sort of the charitable arm that raised a bunch of money and did a lot of good. But the whole reason they started the charitable arm was really to not file right to that challenge. one form right um, that the churches don't have to form. Uh, yeah, file. yeah, so they were trying to unravel it for churches. Exactly. They weren't trying to get yeah. the same yeah. thing. So they're not really pushing to become a religion. They're trying to show the absurdity of. Yeah, there's exemptions uh, made. Uh, yeah. advantages to religion. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if, if the satanic temple route is, is going to be effective in the long run or, or not. You would use it to your advantage if you could, though. I would. Yeah. There's a lot of doors that are open to them now that were closed before. And and open to us. Well, mm-hmm. and, and I would I would say probably mm-hmm. to other people. I mean, the example is if, you know, this is just for this little... Tweak in the Indiana law. Have they passed anti-abortion stuff yet? Like um, the other Indiana? Yeah, and, uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't remember. I know seeing Ohio them. has. Yeah, and the latest one was Louisiana. Everybody else seems to be in the South. It, you know, Missouri, Fancy Louisiana, that. former Confederate states, yeah. Yeah. Mississippi, Georgia, Louisiana. But so you know, if if that works for Indiana, there's no connection there. No, oh, there's yeah. come on, South Carolina. You think there's a connection? There, there? Absolutely, there is. Really? Yeah, where do you think evangelicalism was birthed? Tell me. In the South. It's just a more religious part of the country. Overall, the South has a higher number of religious adherents. All right. I'm going to put my Leonard Skinner t-shirt on and do something that I never would have done prior to moving down here. I'm going to defend the the South. Oh, no. Yeehaw. I'm I'm (laughs) going to defend the South. I think that is a narrow view of religious zealotry in the United States. What? I think what, that, what? that evangelicalism, which is kind of presented as, as an overall scourge, right? Mm-hmm. You think evangelicalism is a... It's, be, it's certainly it's, become that, yeah. Well, and what causes civil war, that's kind of a scourge. Yeah, sure, but they, you got a whole state that's run by a religion and basically owns it. you got another one... Where maybe maybe their evangelicals are trying to separate, have raised the fifty first state right, right, option. Right. Okay, but the pilgrims were zealots. The Salem witch trials and the white forefathers of the U.S. were all religious zealots, big time. They came over here for religious freedom. Now, there's definitely been a, a an evolution for. You know, lots of different reasons. But when you say that evangelicals are connected to the Civil War, I think there's tons of evidence that that kind of religious zealotry is not just in the South. Go ahead. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I'd have to look more of the history of about, you know, the people that came over originally. And, yes, there were a lot of religious. Pilgrims were. Yeah, but that's just one portion that came over. And then the additional ones that came over, well, a lot of that, you know, like, like the. They're like the first. Yeah, they were the they were the first ones that stayed right but and survived. Pilgrims and Puritans and and all of them. Yeah. Okay, but if you look at the the quote unquote founding fathers, they were not of that ilk primarily. No, they so, were they were slave owners. But well, that's a whole you know 
different thing. Well, it is what started the Civil War. So regardless of what people will tell you down here, that's not defending the South. You mean the uh, War of Northern Aggression, Mm. as as I've heard it called? Economic anxiety (laughs) suffered by people below the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. Yeah. States' rights. Uh, states' rights. Oh, that's, how, that's the a classic. State, the states' right to own other people. Pretty much. Yeah. Which which uh, still gets pulled out mm-hmm. in the uh, well, abortion. Great yeah. States' great, rights. Great example. States' rights. That's right. Yeah. Throw it back to the states. Let mm-hmm. the states decide. So I am not obviously a blanket apologist for the South. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike Pence is not from the South. No. Okay, but evangelicalism was exported as the country grew. You know, another good example of that, but this is kind of earlier, or, um, you know, later history, I guess, is like California. A lot of people during the, um, in the Depression moved from the South to California. And so in the very southern part of California in the, um, the farming area, you have very religious pockets there. And that was an export from the South. Yeah, um, you got a lot of super conservative Catholics that basically own the the Northeast and Midwest for a, a long time, a long time. Yeah, they were hardcore. Well, yeah, they were some of the early ones that that were anti-abortion versus you know the Baptists were and much later anti anything not Catholic, especially people. Well, just like you said last episode, a lot of that was the church, though, not the Catholics. It's that's you know, now, but yeah, now, yeah, but it's true. been. There wasn't a switch. It was just turned on. It was gradually over the years. It got more and more. Who do you blame for Louisiana passing? The governor. The law. Yeah, but what group? Because it's easy in Georgia right, in right. Alabama and everywhere else because mm-hmm. deep red all the way up the line. Right. Not the case yeah, in Louisiana. I, yeah, I'd have to look at the, the demographics to see what percent are Catholic there. I know that, you know, there's a higher parishes, Catholic percentage in Louisiana. But there's a lot, also a lot of and Pentecostals and things there, yeah, like that. You, you have, yeah, you have a lot of Protestants right. uh, but, and a lot of evangelicals. But that's burying the lead. A lot of Democrats voted for that. Mm-hmm. And a Democratic governor is signing it. So is that are evangelicals they, or what do you call that uh, other than disappointing? That's what I, disappointing I, for sure. But yeah, <laughs> don't forget it was not that long ago the Democrats in the South were conservative. No, the no. Dixiecrats. The Dixiecrats, no, right? No. So I don't know if there's remnants from from that or Louisiana politics is a whole other can of worms. It's <laughs> far more crooked. Yes. Yeah. yeah. To to a yeah they they've got it to an art form. Is that yeah. the state that David Duke is? F- yeah. From okay. Because yeah. yep. didn't he run for governor? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And did quite well. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Southern politics is definitely So I don't know if that's evangelicals, but I know that or they... Or influence from them. I know yeah. they are kindred spirits if they're not. But so yeah, it's going to have a, a, a lot bigger Catholic influence in, in Louisiana than well, a lot of other Southern states because of the French and because of the Spanish influence. Well, and I was going to say, too, you know, I think we've talked about this before, is the evangelicals, and primarily I'm talking about right now, the Southern Baptists, were fine. They weren't fine with abortion, but they put it off to church-state separation prior to the rise of the religious right in the 80s with Reagan and all that. Yeah. Prior to that, it was all a Catholic thing. But for the religious right, they saw the advantage of finding a, a not a topic, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but some kind of a, you know, a thing they could all coalesce around. Coalition, yeah. Yeah, and, and so they started then preaching in, in the, the pulpits about anti-abortion. 
the evils, yeah. And so that was kind of the slow turn. Even though, you know, if you look in the Bible, there's really, you know, God actually was, was kind quite of pro, a... Kind of pro-abortion. Yeah, Bible he, is, he yeah. supposedly... If you read it. Cut them babies out and smash their heads on the rocks. No, not just that. There's, there's, um, there's, there's a thing about how to test a woman to see if she's been... You know, faithful or not, and right. it's basically an abortion right. potion. So there's really nothing in there. I, I I just found this out. It's relatively new to me. Um, what the Bible or apparently no, about the Bible being <laughs> pro-abortion, right? Not like really. Not these, it, that's got obviously that's Old Testament. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Um, yes. Yeah. The irrelevant. So <laughs> the angry guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that he had bad days. The, the Jewy part. We don't really. You know, the Old Testament. Yeah. You know, um, it's not going to do it. Well, it's also <laughs> fantastical. Yeah. So I don't know this story, and when I hear it, I'm still kind of like for real. Yeah, there's a whole ritual about you bring your wife to the temple, and they would make some sort of concoction that she would drink, and either she would st- still birth, or you know, or 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 she was faithful. Well, they, yeah. Well, they need to make sure that she was a virgin before you married her. And there's yeah, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of. So when I, when I hear this stuff. Know. One of the kind of almost defenses against atheism, particularly in parenting, is well, your kids got to have a got to know about that stuff. You have to know about the Bible. Oh, for morality and ethics, you mean? No, even like you don't want to be weird. You don't want to be like so far out of the mainstream that the yeah. that polite society <clears throat> kind of finds you off putting. Catch the cultural references. Yeah. It's like, you know, somebody says a movie line. You haven't seen that movie. Everybody laughs. You have no idea. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Pretty much. Yeah. That's not a thing for you. That's not a conversation you guys probably had. Or was it? What do you mean? That, that the kids are biblically literate or what? No. The, well, they, your kids had a religious background for yeah, us. Yeah. To, yeah. For, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they grew up in the church, right? Right. So mine did not. So they don't know that. They won't get all the cultural references. You should encourage them to take a peek in the Bible, to read the Bible. No. <laughs> I, they, can, they can read it. Right. I never, right. I never, yeah. never stopped them, yep. never discouraged them. You know, my but, wife was listening. She'd be like, mm, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying that anybody that does actually sit down and read it for themselves that's where they find out about the no. weird shit that you don't hear from the pulpit. Or if they have somebody guiding them, not like ex- in a Bible study, they make it all make sense. Right. Yeah, they spin it and do the right. apologetics on it and mm-hmm. all that. Right. You right. can watch the uh, Hugo and Jake series. Do not know this one. It's um, two guys on the on the uh, on the YouTube's. They read the. They're reading the entire. Bible. Jerry did an eye roll there. Um, <laughs> it's twenty minutes. <laughs> it's literally it's 20 minute episodes and for the most part you can I've, I've converted most of them to like mp3s and listen to them while I was at lunch because it's not a lot of visual for the most part but it's why 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 would you why would you do this it's two atheists reading the Bible from start to finish and I've read the New Testament on numerous with, occasions with, with commentary yeah or with, just with straight? commentary with yeah okay you know, so and, this is mystery science the yes. 3,000 uh, uh, Bible yeah. version. But they're, okay. they're talking about it as well. You know, but I, I'd never read the entire Old Testament. I'd read the New Testament, but never read it. So they did the Old Testament first, so I listened to it. It was 150-something episodes. Did they do numbers? They did. It's oh longer than them. I know, longer I know than I'm sure they form. skipped a, a lot of the poetry part. But they did the whole, like, first five books and all that stuff, and through Kings and Chronicles, you know, all, all the different stories. But they're doing the New Testament now, and they're also doing the Quran. 
It's the Bible Reloaded with Hugo and Jake. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I've heard of that before. Yeah. yeah. They, they were actually part of a really big, you'll, uh, you'll appreciate this, they were part of a really big fair use case and uh, was instrumental. And in, in they were like a plaintiff in it or some, some, yeah. Really? Yes. So... Google that shit. And, I'm in. And, and yeah, very. But I, before all that happened, I I used to uh, download their stuff and convert it to an MP3 and had them on my phone. I'd listen to one a day at lunch, uh, you know, and, until I got through them all. That does not sound like it would be for me. <laughs> it's they they're, they crack me up too. They're funny, and so it's okay. Yeah. So I, I I would say like hey what hey what are you listening to mm. well funny you ask atheist Bible study <laughs> <laughs> but I think where we were going with that mm. I, I think was that people and, in the in the pulpit you know these religious churches that are talking anti-abortion have not really read the Bible to find out that God was pretty much down have, with you're taking out of oh, context sure they have. <clears throat> exactly yeah. Huh? Yeah, you're, you're taking out of context, out of context. Oh. Yeah. that's yeah. not what they meant at all it's uh, what kind of what, what that was poetry, poetry. What, what you gotta read it it's original Greek you raised Catholic who's just trying to get rid of all the bad seeds what what the what the Lord really meant was see when it says here keep the immigrants out yeah when he talks about love, he's not including the brown people. Come on, seriously. Do you think that? You think that? I mean, you, seriously, like. What do you got you know there? Th- it's uh, Academia Skal, the Norwegian wheat ale. This is from Athens, Georgia. Okay. So, they, they have Bible study as a as a guided as a, a guided gateway tour. guided tour. <laughs> so you don't really so you don't really uh, yeah. think about it too critically. So when they say read this passage, and then close your Bible, close your Bible. Do they all have accents like that? Uh, that's what I put on because they're all southern. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the only Wait a minute. I want a, I want a shot glass of that. Thank you. Anyway, proceed. Yeah, so where were we going with that? You were talking about abortion and that uh, everything's still related to the Civil War. <laughs> and it's the, it's the South that will bring the nation down. Well, it is bringing the nation down, basically. As I tell my Midwest relatives... <laughs> The South is going to rise Michigan, again. Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Wisconsin yeah. put this guy over the top. So I don't want to hear your shit about how the South elected this guy. Yeah, the, well, It was actually he pretty close down here, right. but he was supposed to win pretty much the whole time. Right, right. But those places supposed are supposed to, to be smarter. Yeah. And those places they... are supposed to be more... Liberal, progressive, whatever, and they put him in office. Yes. Okay. So here's here's my thoughts on that. Is when I grew up in Wisconsin, it was I don't know if I would say progressive or liberal. Got you know I don't think those parts, terms were in vogue. Parts Milwaukee, but Madison. Yeah. Okay. But I'm but my point is is the religion that was kind of across the state was Lutheranism, mm-hmm. which Catholicism. Is- those were probably the two big, yeah. you know, from from the German influence there, obviously. Catholic and Catholic-like. Norwegian uh, influence there. And maybe a few, you know, maybe there were some Presbyterian churches, which we went Episcopalian to. Episcopalian here and there. Probably so. Um, I can't remember if we had that in Superior, but probably so. But, you know, those are the biggies. There were no Southern Baptist churches mm. up there. There were no non-denominational churches Methodist. up there at that time. So, so, anyway, a lot of this stuff, in my opinion, was exported from... The South. The South. That's where it originated. I'm not feeling the proof. Okay. Because there were there were non there were non denominational churches in Michigan when I was growing up. Now, 
nobody knew these people because everybody was yeah. everybody was Catholic. Everybody right. in in my greater yeah. family and social circle was big time Catholic. Their kids didn't um, play on the soccer team. Their kids, <laughs> you know, you know we played it. Yeah, played CYO baseball. I mean, yeah. it was all Catholic. But a lot of them, even in my family, have split off for the non-denominational churches, and they're not Southern. But, but if they, their theology is kind of influenced, where in other words, the Bible is a literal word of God, that's more of a Southern, evangelical Southern kind of influence. Southern, you know, uh, Even though it may be formed. Mainline churches so, never so, really bought into... Right, but there's nothing Southern. There's nothing necessarily Southern about it. There's nothing Southern about the mega churches up there. They operate like the mega churches down here with the band oh, and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. you know oh, yeah. the whole but the light show. I'm talking about the theology. Who's the but the theology, I just don't. I don't feel like that's southern. You went up there and you asked those people; they would not have an affinity with the South. Okay, so they have an affinity with other people that believe like them. But I think if you said that they have a, a southern-based theology, they would recoil. Okay, so so the way to ask that is if if you believe in a social gospel. <laughs> that is a mainline theology. If, sure. If your theology is... And we all know they don't. More literal? What? They don't believe in that. Okay. Right. What they believe in is more of the turn or burn kind of thing. Correct? Where you're talking, you know, where it's, it's you need to take Jesus into your heart, mm. otherwise you're going to burn in hell. That's, that's not a social gospel. It's like, you know, Jesus came to die for your sins so you can go to heaven. I don't... I don't get the burn in hell part from them. That part, the the literal believe. Well, they'll sometimes downplay that, but it's it's still you're not going to be in heaven if you don't take Jesus into your heart. Right, but isn't that what everybody says? No. If you, you know, Catholics don't think that anyone else is going to heaven. No, I'm saying where you have to say the Jesus prayer or whatever they call it, not the Jesus prayer, the salvation <laughs> <laughs> prayer. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lord, I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. And that kind of thing. And, uh, I, I, I accept you into my heart. We don't believe, not, not in the Catholic Church, there's no, there's no salvation. There's right. no, we don't have that concept. If you're sprinkled, you're good, well, basically. No, it's it's more like a, a, a monthly service. <laughs> it's kind of like a contract. Well, the communion is probably part of that, too, to kind of keep into good graces and mm-hmm. all that. But, 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 I don't, they're not, but they're not going to say they're Southern. They're not well, they gonna, wouldn't. They probably wouldn't understand, you know, where all this theology came they're from. They're going to love you saying that too. <laughs> so they're stupid too. I have, no, no, no. <laughs> I got a really good analogy. Good thing we're sitting down. I, I can clear. I can clean up because I, I, y'all talking past each other a little bit. I, I think. Get out of here. I believe it. I believe that, it. You know what? That's really. That's exactly what this podcast should be called. Talking, talking past, past each other with with you, fruit and cheese in between. Yeah, let me give you an analogy, okay? I wish I had like a church or Follow me. You know? Follow me. I'll, I'll, I'll add some, some music. <laughs> Religion, like, like a meme, moved from the south to the north, okay? Yes. Okay. Same thing like, let's say, a, um, a particular style of barbecue became oh. popular in the north that originated in the south. They oh. wouldn't think of themselves as eating southern barbecue, they would just think of themselves as eating good barbecue, but they're still eating a vinegar-based sauce or whatever it is that made it. But they're called you know Kansas I mean? City barbecue. Exactly. Yeah, That's more of tomato-based sauce. But you know, what I'm, you know what I'm you know you see what I'm saying? It's they kind of make it their own. Follow? Uh yeah. Okay. But is there so same thing with their religion? They don't think their religion is, is being there sneering. Southern. 
is their sneering of their lack of appreciation for their for their true heritage. Like their true like that's I, don't, that's, I that's honestly a, don't like think they, they put like, that much thought into it. Well on either count, the barbecue or the religion. <laughs> I think on the well, I think on the religion part. I don't think they do. I they may not. He is. Wait, what? He okay, yeah, he's he's yeah. He is. A little obsessive? <laughs> well, not obsessive, but like I don't know how a church up there reflects southern anything in the south. Southern values or southern like what, theology. I, I, I don't know what southern val- southern values. What does that mean? Like I mean, what? same thing. Growing up Catholic in Detroit, you didn't think of it as these are Roman values. You know, <laughs> you know these are sure. Italian values. No, you, right. you know this is Detroit. Same thing. You made it your own. If we were in the Southwest, you had a little trezo. You know, <laughs> you make it your own. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a slam on the South where there doesn't need one to be. It's not on the entire South. See, I'm talking about the aggression I was talking about from earlier. <laughs> yeah, he's feeling kind of puffy. He's even he's even drinking Scandinavian white beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're Lutherans. They're not. They're not evangelicals, eh? <laughs> what are you? What are you searching for? Okay. You're uh, a so, steady. Yeah, hey, you look like your candy crush. Okay, over there. So I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find one of the. Okay. So one of the books I would encourage you... Is it Recommendation Time to read. Recommendation Time, <laughs> which kind of opened my eyes to this. It's called The Civil War as a Theological Crisis. Uh, oh, how many pages is this? Like a, yeah. Sounds like a page-turner. <laughs> and it's actually quite <laughs> fascinating. It's a pop-up book? <laughs> By Mark Knoll. Mark Knoll, yeah. Okay, okay. that's Jeff's recommendation. I would highly... And, you know, the Kindle version of that's only nine ninety nine. I don't understand why the paperback version is that. So, expensive. so why should I? Why should I read this? Well, I mean, because it gives really good insight as to kind of the rise of evangelicalism in the South and how, as most religions in that time, you know, there was a lot of them that were created, like Mormonism. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Some of the other, there's, there's a lot of them that were created around that that Second Enlightenment or whatever they call that. Oh, well, uh, the Millerites and Seventh Day Adventism. Yeah, yeah. And, um, because you know you had no Jehovah's Witnesses. You had no. This was. New York. What, yeah. what, like what The era? Mormons. That would have been like in the 18, mid-1800s. Okay. That's late, when a lot of that fertile. stuff. Yes. Very fertile Son, grounds. What, what else happened in the eight, in the mid-1800s? We had a war. Huh. There, there, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. War of the right after that. Hey, go figure. Okay. No, make so, your point. So anyway, I mean, one of the things that kind of opened my eyes about this is how, you know, they were trying to increase the evangelical churches at the time were trying to increase their membership, and they found out in order to grow in the South, they had to adopt their hierarchy, which was, you know, the the wealthy white oh, know, okay. plantation owner at the I top, you. Um, you know, the woman, you know, the, the wife under that, the children under that, and the slaves under that. So there was a very patriarchal hierarchy kind of thing. And so they, it not wasn't like in the there. Hmm? Not, like like, not like the no. Catholics. It was like a caste system. So that's what caused it to grow was they said, oh, well, let's kind of tweak things. You know, it's that meme thing you're talking about yeah. where you can kind of, you know, twist things to fit the culture. And so that kind of culture still pervades many areas today, you know, where the white male is at the top of the, the chain and, you know, it goes down from there. People of, of uh, you know, non-white color are way down the chain. Women are below the chain. So that still exists today in a lot of people's minds and many of the churches. I mean, because, you know, most of, the, most of these evangelical churches, they don't allow women pastors. I guess, mm. but neither do Catholics, and they're not backing down from that, and they're certainly not because not, Jesus only had apostles, not uh, men, not strong 
in the south. They're no. strong in the north. We're basically everywhere else but Utah. So I, I don't see, and we can go argue about something else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see it. I, I don't see that as as necessarily a southern thing. And maybe it's on my mind because I don't like the politics, obviously, of what's going on right now in the nation and the state. I think it sucks. Mm -hmm. And part of me is like, I don't want to live somewhere where this is going on. And then there's another part of me that almost feels like an obligation to stay. And fight. Yes. But the thought of that is kind of grim. And I'm afraid that almost anywhere I'd go, it really wouldn't be any different. Or you couldn't afford it, like California or... Right. Boulder, Vermont, Asheville, right? Yeah, right. you know all, all the all the you know the hip, cool places yeah. that you know everybody wants to live, but that's kind of a drag. On a side note, should Netflix stay and fight? Should Disney stay and fight? They're planning on it. Yeah, planning on what? That's what it kind of sounds. Well, I mean, they're saying that if it comes, you know, if it becomes, if it law, becomes law, they're gone. But for right now, they're going to stay and fight. There was an article in I think it was Wednesday's paper. Kemp was pretty much, you know, when they were talking about Netflix is considering leaving, it's like, mm-hmm. he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know? He wants them to take their hippie Hollywood values and Yeah, that's what's GTFO. ruining. I don't that's believe what's that. ruining the state. I don't believe that. What, that he doesn't care? Yeah. You think if, he's bluffing? If he, if he, if, when was that written? Was when that he, before or after he went on a little tour of the studios or his visit his tour was here. last week wasn't right, it here yeah his tour to was try last and, week well they don't say then, when when he when he actually said this yippee ki right these days you can't really trust more than anything what a politician says <laughs> yeah. so he could be saying that and then we're still open for business i don't see the how tax rates are still what they are right and basically putting the ball in their court like we're not going to change the deal you want to go you go we're still going to do this. Well, I can see him saying that, you know, with Netflix. I mean, that's probably small potatoes, but just in... Mm-hmm. Well, Netflix I'm saying... Netflix is not at all small potatoes. But in comparison to, I'm saying today, I heard that's that... That's a 15... That, was it supposed to be next year? $15 billion pie? As far as okay. what Netflix is going to spend in... In Georgia? Well, no, this is... Overall in, content. Overall, as far as original content. Okay. And what slice of that pie do you want? But you I'm, saying, no I'm saying... You want a big old slice with Disney today, you know, yeah. made the announcement that they could be cut in ties with Georgia. And they have some pretty big productions yes. that are done here. Might that be a little bit more of a sticking point with Kemp? I mean, I, he already signed it, so I don't know what... I think he's kind of calling the bluff. I think, I think, like I said before, I think they passed the bill and I think he signed it knowing it's not going to go into law. I don't think that. I think they want that. This isn't yeah. a triggered one, right? This isn't where Roe v. Wade has to uh, has to. That's drop. why they're doing it. Yeah, that's why they're doing it to try that's to the up it to the. Yeah, absolutely. They want they they want the lawsuit to come. They're they're making it as draconian as they possibly well, can, so that there has to be a lawsuit well, against it, so that it goes up and Buffinator. Who yeah, finally but there's been other states that have been giving them the beer to hold. They're all they, yeah, they're all doing right, it. but it's the volume right that's gonna push it over the top. So I think they mean it. I think they absolutely mean it. Even if it doesn't pass in its current form, if there's a wholesale restriction, big time win. Was it Missouri's down to what, one Planned Parenthood? No, yeah. none. None now? I think that's what they're looking to, to close the last one. I know, they're, I know it's, it's on the brink of closing, but they were down to one. Right. Big government at its, at its worst. 
if they pull out, is that a net positive for all of us, for the state, or not? No. I mean, you know, because what I'm thinking the next shoe to drop then would be, I mean, so far, large corporations like Delta and UPS, Mercedes-Benz, and all these places have pretty much kept silent. Porsche. It's kept silent on it. They're kind of thinking that maybe this thing will blow over, blow over, go away. But if it goes into effect, what kind of talent are they going to be able to attract to the state of Georgia? Is that going to start to impact their hour? Hour. Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's no there. Yeah, yeah, it's us. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, because that's our tax base, and you know, there's a definite domino effect there. You want a place that that wants to put their headquarters there. You live in a place like that. You're in a. Right. You're in a. You know. and, and let's say you've got somebody that's you know going between here and a job somewhere else, Silicon Valley, Seattle, Dallas, whatever. Do you have to offer them more? Would, the, Would you want to as a young couple? You yeah. know, uh, maybe not. You've got a choice, right? You know, it, maybe not. But I don't know the financial impact. But yeah. I know that the world thinks places where they shoot movies and TV shows are cool places. Mm-hmm. And that's only good for the image and the rep of the area. Right, right. And if they pull out, it's going to be bad and may not recover. Well, and that's why I think that some of these larger companies then at that point are going to start speaking out. Speaking up, I, I would hope they would. Yeah, but money talks. And, you know, Mercedes building that big headquarters right on Abernathy and 400. And Porsche got the same. It costs a lot of money to pull out now. It costs a lot of money. Margins in the car business are not super great. And they got a lot of pressure from so autonomous cars. So they'll and probably I, push through. But long term for them, you know, how is that going to be to attract talent here? I would say definitely not not great. It's got to hurt. Not, not, not hurt. great at all. You if, think... Kemp gives a shit about that? Uh Uh-uh. I think the calculus is that if we keep the deal, you're going to hold your nose and come here. That's my off-the-cuff gut feeling. So maybe we have to empty the pockets even more then to attract them. No. They're going to continue to come here because because money means more. Then what? Do you cancel your Netflix subscription because they're selling you out? Because they would be selling you out. Same with stop watching ESPN. That doesn't matter to you. Mm. It doesn't matter to you. <laughs> yeah, it would hurt. I'll watch them for my soccer. Occasionally. Yeah. So you vote with your wallet and cut yourself off from a huge part of popular culture. Right, right. Everybody's laughing and you're looking around. You've never had a reason to potentially boycott Netflix. I watch a lot of their shows. I know. You've never had a reason. Right, right. You know, right. like the so, other ones, you almost got to make a case on why you still do it. But Netflix was pretty free and clear. Netflix says, you know, we're going to do Stranger Things 4 through 19 in Georgia, yeah. regardless of the abortion bill. What are you going to think about them? How are you going to punish them? Uh, I don't know. Netflix is like, get on the Trump train. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Well, then I'd be done. If, yeah. if they put on a red hat. <laughs> Then I'd be done. So, that's, so, there, so, that's, so that's the line. That's the line. That's the line. Mm-hmm. So they can they can sell out the women of your state. When they start, putting, they out, put, start yeah. putting on the MAGA hats. <laughs> that's, God, by golly, that's, that's too much for, out there. They put out a series of pro-Jared Kushner documentaries. That's a bridge too far. Right. <laughs> Could be another example of how do you support something that is participating in something that is completely anti-everything you believe in. If Netflix talks a good game and continues to shoot here after the abortion bill passes, 
that's not going to change your opinion of Netflix. It okay. So what I would look at is okay. Are they going to? Yeah. Are they here to <laughs> fight? In other words, are they going to you know, do everything so they, they put can on to a, change they put a nice, the law? They put a nice coat of PR frosting on it. You'd be okay with that. No, I'd want more than frosting. I'd want mean, the cake. I'd how, the cake. How, how, how would they fight it? What, fight it in between Stranger Things productions? If they start giving money to you know causes that are you know like the ACLU, Planned Parenthood, that kind of stuff. So as long as they I don't make, know. as long as they make some token, uh, some I don't know. <laughs> as long as they play both sides against the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of the question here: is do you boycott, do you exit, or do you stay and fight? And is how you define stay and fight, I guess, is what I'd be looking for. Yeah. So those companies that are... They don't don't do that. They talk with their wallets. Yeah. But some of the the actors, who's the star and the one that's filming filming like at Lake Ackworth and all that? um, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. He's spoken out. Stranger Things is filmed about an hour from here. Ozark Mm -hmm. is filmed literally right around the corner from here. And they definitely couldn't film that in Missouri now. They're worse than we are. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Maybe that's why Netflix, they can't get any list stars. Then maybe Netflix would pay attention because that would hit their bottom line. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe if the Jason you know, Batemans and, and whoever isn't necessarily ready to sign on to a production that's taking place in Georgia. Right. Yeah, you have right. to be very careful, though. It's going to be a lot a, more. As f- an actor, yeah. not everybody has the power to Bigfoot Netflix yeah. and right. Disney right. and yeah. call their own shots because they can easily say, Got twenty people that'll take this right. part. Hey, yeah. you're, you're getting a little bit older, yeah. Jason. Uh, yeah, we've got some younger people we can put in. Right, there. Yeah. there will be no shortage of people that would take the role. Now they no. wouldn't come with Jason Bateman's panache. Right, but I don't know if they pull out. I think that would get their attention. But it's like everybody loses. The people that work in the industry here lose. Yeah, yeah. the oh, state yeah, yeah. loses. The I'm sure. I'm sure Netflix a lot of those people are, are, are migratory. They move around. You know, you know, from production. Some, but, production. Know, we're, we're but some people do live and they take the jobs that come into yeah, the like area. Like a bartender yeah. at, at McCracken's we were talking about. All was, the, support, was all the support facilities, though, yeah. definitely are here. Food services, the logistics. Well, they've, they've got that you know. big uh, studio down in Fayette County that has a uh, Home Depot that's only open to the movie industry. Wow. It's, it's like a mini store that sells all kinds of building material stuff. But yes, for them. Joe Public is is not huh. eligible to go in there. It's only the the movie studio people Wait, that come in there and buy That's going stuff. away. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I don't know if they really understand all these you know support industries that yeah. are behind it, too. Of course they do. Do they really? Of course though? they do. Or are they just kind of... They don't care. They absolutely don't care. They're saving babies for Jesus. You th- they actually give a fuck. And yeah. they probably are even saying... They don't vote for me anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's just concerned. Some about hippie this. holding a mic lost his job, but we saved how many babies? Could give a shit. Mm-mm. Do they know? If they'd be stupid if they didn't. Do they care? No. No way. So what's proving it, that beyond a shadow of a doubt. Well, what's it going to take for him to care? I don't know that 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 shoes ever mm-hmm. drop. Florida? Are they playing with these kind of things too down there? I've not. Probably only a matter of time. If I was, you know, when it's like, okay, there's enough of these states that are out challenging. I'm just going to kind of hold back and let this play out. I, I think it's too much money. Because could Delta go back to Minneapolis? Probably. Yeah. And be a fortune. Not that you should feel sorry for Delta. They're making money like crazy now. That I don't think they're moving. Mm-mm. I think they're stuck. 
Didn't they threaten it one time when, if, if they didn't pass that jet fuel tax or something? They or, got it back. So it was an idle threat. Oh, it wasn't an idle threat. That's why they got it back. Because yeah. that made them do big money. Absolutely. And if Delta gets their way, they'll work here. I mean, we talk about the social media, like what can you do to fight it? And there's a theme all throughout life. How do you fight it? Right. And kind of back to the climate change analogy. Too big for people to wrap their heads around feel powerless, don't feel like anything they do can stop it. Now, they also aren't actually doing anything, but they believe that nothing's going to work, so they don't do anything. And that's the part that I kind of struggle with. Yeah, but you do stuff. I do stuff, but it comes at a cost. You would probably be loath to give up your Netflix account. You wouldn't. We, we already said basically you wouldn't do it. No, I mean, you still I mean, look. I looked at I Google. I looked at Google today yeah. during this podcast, and I'm there more often than I want to be because I don't even think about it. Because you don't have to sign in to yeah. Google. They want it, you to, yeah. but you don't have to sign in. Right. Yeah. But so, it does. It's kind of nice when you pull up Google on your phone versus on your tablet or whatever. And the same links your, and all your that. Your search history is already there. Well, not just that, but all, all the stuff. tabs that you've saved and everything mm. at all. So they've made it super easy to right. buy into their... On purpose. Very smart. It's going to get worse, too. This next year and a few months is going to get really, really bad from a social media standpoint. It is going to be ugly. You mean the, basically the next... 16 months. Six, yeah. Is that how many it is till Leading November? up to the election. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About 16 months. Mm-hmm. The, yep. good, the good news, though, is I've seen an increase in use of DuckDuckGo for web searches for my website. People are catching on to DuckDuckGo. I'd like to believe did that it, we had absolutely it, did, nothing to do right. with it. Oh, no, did no. It, did it, like, <laughs> are we talking like 1% to 2%? Probably 1.1 mm, 1. 1 to 1.2. You, you could say it's doubled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, I think it's more. You know, I, I I just recently well, I started did, to I look did, into I, this. I sent you that link to the podcast I saw where the CEO was was interviewed. Yes, the first time right, I'd right. ever seen. Yeah, that's on my that's on my yeah. like one more to go before I get to that. There one. you go. Yeah. yeah. So I you know I think that kind of stuff will be on the increase. I also read. I just saw the headline. Didn't get a chance to look at the article. That Facebook usage is on the decline. So I don't know if they mean like hours per day spent per on person it. or or total. That's what yeah, I, like I, I listened to that the podcast that you sent me linked to the on the media podcast about breaking up Facebook today, yeah. talking about the unforeseen repercussions in like Miramar, oh, yeah. some of these countries yeah, yeah. where yeah. that is the internet. And that guy's an antitrust lawyer that lives in Myanmar. None of those podcasts or any of the what was uh, Roger? What's last name? The mentor of Zuckerberg's. Yes. Oh yes, yeah. The Roku. He made yeah, he yeah. made the round. Uh, he, 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 made, yes. he made the rounds. He was on like, Sam Harris. Yeah, yeah. He was on a bunch of people. Zucked. So was a he still yeah. uses it, right? He still has. Well, an you can't. That's the yeah. I mean, that's right. the problem. Like we talked about before, is you know, there's sometimes you have to use the tool to be against mm-hmm. the tool. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to be pulled into this conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be. Well, pulled I mean, into that's it. that's kind of what what he said, and I, I see his. Point there, you know, until there's an alternative, and I've, I've yet to see by design with one. There won't be, as long as everybody still uses it. There will never be, because everyone's still too attached to it. Until people start to detach from it, it will never be gone. If you're a user, are you part of the problem? 
that's the only conclusion I can come to. I said I wasn't going to get pulled in, so I'm yeah. not going to get well, pulled yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what they're looking for is your eyes to be affixed to that page where you're looking at the ads. That's where they make their money is on the ads. They don't make money on you reading your friends' puppy dogs. Yeah, looking at cat videos. They also don't like, want, you know, I think they can take lower usage and lower engagement if there are no alternatives. Yeah. They're still pretty much a monopoly. Maybe you use it less, but you're still not using something else. Yeah, but yeah. if, if your advertisers are if, not, yeah, if you're using making, less Facebook and, and more Snapchat, you know, or, or more Instagram, right? It, it's not really. Or you're doing oh, group right, chats right, on right. WhatsApp. Yeah, right. It's you know. Yeah, I don't use any of those other apps. I have no idea what they are. Okay, Grandpa. But. <laughs> <laughs> he already had his recommendation about halfway through the show. The Civil War is a Theological Crisis. That was a perfect segue tie-in. Definitely read it and see know, if I'm all... Very timely. Very good, sir. Washed up. Uh, I got I got a quick one. Uh, there's a new show on Comedy Central, Klepper, which is Jordan Klepper. Yeah, he was just in town and got arrested. Yes, yeah. and uh, they I I, that, that was one of the episodes I've seen where he was going to an underground school for basically dreamers. And they went to a Board of Regents meeting, and he got arrested with, with a bunch of other protesters. Yep. And it's a smart show. It's very politically active. It's funny. He was the guy. He was on The Daily Show, and then he had his own show that was kind of like a replacement for the Colbert Report. Where right. the Colbert Report, the whole thing about the Colbert Report was it was poking fun at the O'Reilly Factor. It was like right. their version of the well, yeah. Jordan Klepper's show was basically the same thing, except it was their version of Infowars. It was yeah, I remember watching it, a few of those. It never like, really, eh. it, it never really caught on. I, I wasn't a very big fan of it, but I'm a fan of his comedy and a, and a fan of his sense of humor and, and his and his work. And this show is a lot better. It's a lot smarter. It's it's a lot a lot more socially active. Uh, very, comedy very, Central. It's on Comedy Central as well too. Comes on weekly. And like I said, I, I missed the first couple episodes, but I picked it. Up and I think it three and very very good. You got anything? Uh, I'm reading the algebra of happiness. Algebra. This is a math equation. Everybody says that. <laughs> it's the like, everybody says that. Um, what does it mean by the, the algebra of happiness? So it's by Scott Galloway. He's a business professor. He's half of the Pivot podcast with Kara Swisher. Okay. He's a tech guy and a little bit of a contrarian. He started out actually as, a, like somebody I know. as a guest on. <laughs> <That's not> funny, <laughs> um, kind of a tech guy, a little bit of a contrarian. Yeah, but he's he's a he's a rich he's a multi multi millionaire. Okay, the, the, you know, every um, analogy breaks down at some point. Right, there you go. <laughs> he started off as a guest of the show. Now he's a co-host. Actually, from a tech perspective, that's why I kind of started listening to him. He was he was negative on big tech, not just from a societal harm part, but from a business part, especially mm. Uber. He always rails about Uber and and Lyft. Oh, and you posted um, a thing on that where they're going to start removing people that have bad ratings. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So they Sounds won't like pick China. you up. They won't pick you up if you... Correct. Okay. Correct. You could, you could be... Puking the back could, of enough cars and you will not be picked up anymore. Or not. Or... Who knows why? Yeah. For a woman, she didn't respond to the driver's witty repartee. Give her a bad rating. Well, how do you, I mean, what do you think is going to happen when you get voted on by your driver? I'm sure they're going to say there's oh, all God. kinds of safeguards in place. You come in wearing a MAGA hat. Uber driver, right? Yep. That, but that's wrong. Oh yeah, that's right. that's just as wrong as you walk in with a, a godless heathen's podcast shirt and the 
Holy Roller behind the wheel nicks you. And we've been in Holy Roller Ubers before <laughs> where they're jamming the, uh, the, the, the group, holy yeah, music. And, right. And, you know, and then, you know, seriously. how you doing? Oh, I'm, having a, I'm having a blessed day, you know. <laughs> and, mm. and so I don't like that whole rating thing, right. you yeah. know, right. in, a, in a big way. It's completely arbitrary. Well, and it's a, sure. it's a slippery slope, yeah. to use an overused term. But it fits, and it's not its not even a slippery slope. There's no way to monitor and audit that and challenge it. Right, right. I mean, there, there's, there's no way that can. It's all it's subjective. Gonna, right? It's going to be carry a, an outsized weight and importance. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. got to be a certain number. You're you're a 2.4, not 2.5, or whatever it is. You know that you fall below the the, the line, but there there has to be a certain number of interactions. But it's not going to be. But it, but whatever whatever drives those numbers never gonna, is never going to be transparent. No, right. You're no. never you're You'll never you're know. never going to know, and you know allegedly your drivers don't know when you rate them. So anyway, this is a short book, but he talks about happiness. What makes you happy what doesn't make you happy he doesn't get it down to an equation that's where the because people are like what so happiness is a math problem Mm. like no but how many people really think about it and think about the decisions they make that ultimately may or may not contribute to their happiness going forward but you're making a decision now in the moment and you're not necessarily thinking long term so he almost approaches it like an investment he says the worst advice you can get is follow your passion and really yeah everybody says that though he makes the case of why everyone is wrong (laughs) and and it's not a case of just doing things that make money because he basically says money is not going to make you happy Right, right but if you have money you most likely are going to be happier than somebody yeah. without. The biggest decision that you make is who you get into a long-term relationship with. Hmm. That will be the biggest factor of your success and happiness kind of going forward. And people don't think about it at the time when they cohabitate. That's not exactly groundbreaking information, but... When you look at it almost dispassionately like a business transaction, and that's the thing, the book isn't. He's talking about a lot of dispassionate business theories, but also your overall well-being hmm. at the same time. There's definitely a lot of the book where he was a, an investment banker. He's making a lot of money, and he was miserable because he hated it, and he was drinking too much, and hmm. it's a good book. I'll let you read it after I make my kids read yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say. Actually, this, my son this, gave this, me the book. It oh, sounds like this would be a good topic you know, like how do you create happiness, especially yeah. in the world we were just talking about all the negative shit going well, on. It sounds like you're saying that yeah. it's whatever your journey is, your journey will be better if you have the right partner along the ride. And the financial wherewithal as well. Which is going to be more challenging for people going forward. Mm-hmm. And you better have a plan. you got to have more of a plan now. Yeah. He thinks that all the, the wealth is going to be concentrated in 50 and I'm sure that's a rough It's number. already moving that direction. Right. Fast, yeah. But nobody. But how many people really think if you're going to be successful, you're going to have to live in a city? Almost. Exclusively. Exclusively. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because farms are moving to, you know, corporate farms and all that kind of stuff anyway. So. No jobs out there. Right. There's no jobs in the hinterlands. So how far done are you with this book? About two-thirds. Okay. Really fast read. You say it's a real not, small book. Yeah. yeah. And it's a small oh. book, and it's not super okay. in-depth. There's, sure, there's definitely things that you're like, oh, that doesn't make sense to me at all, but he's, it's not preachy. And how kind did of you, forces you to think. How did you hear about this book? He's a frequent podcast. Oh, I was that's right. Yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. guest okay. and host, and he 
Um, yeah, so you listened to him on, on his podcast. Your, you said that your son gave you the book. How did your son find out about him? I gave him the podcast oh, okay. to listen to. He went he and got the listened book. to it. He went out and bought the book, which was mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> like you, you, went, you went to a, a store and you bought a bought book. A book. Not only did you buy the book, but you read it and you gave it to me. He said, Dad, this was a good read. You should check it out. See, yep. life, life is he changing. He you recommended it. Who are you? <laughs> to do with my son. <laughs> this is a nice change I told you was coming. Ah, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did, yeah, you have said that. Yep. And on that note, drop us a line at godlessheathens at yahoo.com. Check us out on the Twitter at Godless Podcast. And the Facebook, the hidden, the closed, the private group. Listen to us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. And Overcast. I can't get it. I can't get excited about it. YouTube. Sorry. <laughs> said YouTube. Remind me. Quick recommendation. Hugo and Jake. Bible Reloaded. I'll put a link. Oh, you can watch it on on you on uh, YouTube's competitor. Oh, forgot there isn't one. There isn't one. <laughs> yeah. Vimeo. That's not a competitor. No. Oh, okay. Jeff. All right. Uh, so open invitation as always to Jesus. Or it's brother Satan, if he wants to come down. Or up, I guess it would be. <laughs> Over. Over. <laughs> That's probably. Whatever the logistics are. He may be in the room right it's, now because we were doing the Hail Satan thing. So. That's right. He could be here. First, first arrive, last to leave. So anyway, uh, hit us up. Come sit down. That's it. See you next time. Take care. Bye. my gun. He made me mad. The devil's bad. The devil is a bum. But the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend. And Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla go. Godzilla is my friend. And Shrenko was my friend. And Bershnev was my friend. And Andrew Bob, he just popped off. Now Gorbachev is my friend. And Frank Sinatra is my friend. Frank Sinatra is my friend. Wherever I go, Sinatra goes. Frankie is my friend. And love and rockets are my friends. Love and rockets are my friends. Hail Satan.